Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I'm joined today by Scott Lizakowski, legendary Canadian equity investor from Philip Hager and North. Scott, uh, Happy New Year and welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Dave. Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks for having me. I know you had a uh, tremendous year, you and the team, last year, and, uh, and uh, as I said, the legend grows. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Oh, always too modest, Scott. So, so let, let's, let's get into, uh, Canadian equities. Uh, we had, uh, Stu Kedwell on, on, uh, on his normal Tuesday's appearance on the, on, on the podcast. And we were talking a little bit about a resurgence in, uh, one part of what drives Canadian equity markets or a big part of what drives Canadian equity markets, which is materials, energy, mining. And wanted to go a, a little bit deeper with, uh, with with you on that subject. What what are you, what are your thoughts about what you're seeing uh, with respect to uh, to those sectors of the economy in Canada and really around the world that have been you know largely forgotten for much of the last decade? Yeah. Um, well, you know the, the the composition of the Canadian market is 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 quite unique, um, and I think we've experienced uh, the sort of the, the negative aspects of that over the last couple of years, given that. You know, most of our market is in more cyclical type sectors, as you mentioned, energy, financials, uh, uh, materials, industrials. Those sectors make up about two thirds of our market and tend to be much more cyclical. So as we move through uh, economic turbulence uh, that we've experienced over the last little while, those those sectors will uh, fare uh, not very well as their earnings are a little bit more uh, sensitive to the economy. Um, but that said, as, as, as we all know, markets have, uh, it's been quite a wild, wild ride over the last year and, and the markets are looking forward to, to a recovery. And that's benefited some of those sectors and particularly over the last, uh, several months. Um, you know, we've, we've got some very positive data points over the last two or three months, mostly, uh, around, uh, a vaccine, which is sort of getting the markets, eyes uh, looking a little bit further afield into, uh, a recovery as a result of reopening. And those cyclical sectors tend to do, uh, quite better in those, in those environments. And as I mentioned, you know, those, those, you know, more cyclical sectors, they make up about two thirds of our market. Uh, whereas if you compared it to the U.S., it would be probably a third, maybe even less. So, um, Canada has a much more cyclical, uh, biased market. And I think that we're starting to see that, um, show itself in the last couple months. You yeah, know, and you see a, yeah, you see a huge, uh, you see, you see a real prevalence in across the, 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 the Canadian marketplace. Of, uh, of investment solutions that, that invest at, at a particular risk level, balanced conservative growth. Um, and if you look at those types of portfolio solutions and how the uh, ones that have a, an overweight to Canada versus one with a normal, with a, with a global Canadian weight, uh, the global portfolios tended to do much better than ones with a, with, with a higher uh, Canadian weighting. Uh, so uh, perhaps this is, is one of those points where we start to see a little bit of an adjustment in that. Yeah, no, I think Canada has, has performed, um, you know, it's, it's lagged its, its U.S. Um, benchmark uh, over the last number of years, and it's, it's sort of held up uh, in, in this recovery and, and could start to show a little bit more leadership due to those cyclical factors. You know, if you sort of dig a little bit deeper, um, you know, I think if you're looking at sort of consensus estimates, which we know are, are fairly or rarely right, uh, <laughs> but directionally um, uh, accurate, looking for, uh, you know, the earnings of the TSX suffered quite dramatically in, in 2020, but looking for a fairly strong recovery out into 2021 and into 2022, 
And if you sort of add up the earnings growth contribution uh, from those cyclical sectors, it pretty much uh, makes up about uh, 80 or almost 90 percent of the earnings recovery. So there's quite a bit of optimism that's uh, embedded into the forecasts uh, for those cyclical sectors, which is driving a pretty you know attractive earnings recovery in Canada that that could last uh, beyond just just this year. So uh, we're, we're quite hopeful here in Canada. Yeah, and, and you mentioned when we were we were talking before we we, we started taping that you 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 have been talking to, to some of the companies and, and you will be talking to some of the companies without without being specific. What are what are they saying in general? What are they seeing? Yeah, um, we're we're attending a uh, an institutional investor conference uh, virtually. Uh, this is a conference that's typically in in Whistler, so right in our backyard and in a, in a much more enjoyable location uh, than than our home offices, but. Uh, uh, despite of that, we're getting really good updates from our from the companies that we we invest in and, and watch closely. I would say, all told, my team is is uh, we're probably doing close to 30 uh, individual meetings with company management teams, and then you know, in addition to uh, some attending some group presentations as well. So, uh, really important time to get an update. Uh, the meetings I've been focused on are mostly in the energy and utility sectors. So. Um, there's there's quite a bit of optimism which we haven't seen from that sector and those management teams in a while and you know I think it's partially based on you know sort of the recovery we've seen since the vaccination uh, news have, has come out and then also OPEC made a fairly uh, important move uh, to curtail some supply which has been very helpful for for the oil price um, and, and energy stocks um, you know, the, the amount of optimism sort of varies depending on what type of company you're talking to. If you're talking to a, an oil and gas producer, they're, you know, they're starting to get a little bit more positive, but it's been a tough couple of years for those companies. And so they're, you know, I, I'd say they're more cautious than optimistic. And then if you sort of move into the, you know, if you're meeting with a renewable power company, those, those companies have had, uh, enjoyed some very uh, good performance in their, their stock. So they're actually feeling really good. Um, and so, you know, I'd say generally speaking, there's there's some optimism in the management teams, and and I think you know w- one thing that we've noticed, and I think you and Stu have talked about it in the past, is that as we've gone through crisis uh, in the last year, and as I mentioned, the the oil and gas companies have been in sort of crisis mode, or at least been in a a down market for their business uh, for several years. There's been an incredible focus on costs, incredible focus on efficiency. Uh, incredible focus on capital structure and balance sheet. And so if we do even get a slight recovery, I'm not talking about boom days uh, of old in, in the oil patch, but if we get a slight recovery in commodity prices, and even if we don't see a lot of production growth out of Western Canada, I think there actually could be some interesting profitability and free cash flow generation from these companies. And most importantly, I think the, what, what the companies have learned over the last several years is discipline around yeah. how they spend capital and how they manage their, their balance sheets. And I think, you know, that combination of a, just a slight recovery, a more efficient cost structure and, and healthy balance sheet, that could prove to be very positive for equity holders. And so some of these companies are, are generating uh, decent amounts of free cash flow and throwing out very attractive dividend yields. And so there's, there's an interesting combination there for, for equity investors in, in the energy sector that we have not seen for, for several years. Well, Scott, that's, uh, thanks, thanks for that. It's, it's terrific to hear. There's, there's, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's optimism uh, around the world on a number of fronts. 
Uh, we saw the inauguration yesterday uh, of a new uh, administration in, in the U.S. Uh, we're starting to, to see some of these, these vaccines get out and people get inoculated. And so uh, it's great to hear uh, from a Canadian perspective that some of that, uh, that optimism expend, uh, extends to some of those areas that, that we talked about today. So, Scott, thanks for your time, and, uh, and we'll hopefully catch up soon. Great. Thanks, Dave. Thank you.